0: Welcome back to another episode of Black Ass Podcast. This episode, I am talking egos of assholes, white face, black face, white face, and making something out of nothing when you really don't have to. All that more coming up on this episode of Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, 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 bono. Hey, Cheryl, all right, I see you, girlfriend. Hey man, get your ass out the street. bum 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 Who goddamn kids is these? Hey, back in this bitch like hey hey in the motherfucking house and his whole like <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Hadia Her Robbins here. Thank you guys so much for coming back and hanging out. Thank you to everybody that came to the black Ass pre-show that happens on IG live. We had a good time today. Uh, just enjoying the pictures of the sunken Trump supporter boats. That is my new, like you want to get me hot and bothered. Show me those pictures. I'm going to cream everywhere. <clears throat> Sorry. That was a, that was an aggressive word for one minute into this bitch. So woo, let me bring that energy down. Apologies guys. Um, and big shout-out to winner of the Black Ass Trivia for a second time. Uh, so, if you are not enjoying or coming over for the Black Ass pre-show that happens on IG Live, you're really missing out. We got gifts. We partying, sharing pictures. You know, every every pre-show is like a possibility that y'all might actually see one of my naked pictures. So, I don't understand what y'all pushback is. <laughs> Let me ruin y'all lunch. Stop bullshitting. But it's a really good time. So make sure you follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And the pre-show happens every Tuesday, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. No amendments. Proud to say. Feeling really good about it. Also, I didn't necessarily go back and re-listen to the episode because rum punch, right? Period. But uh, I'm just going to say no amendments. I did everything right. But I want to go ahead and get into the supporters of the show this week. Big shout out to TJ Wolfgram, who is the newest member of the Black Ass Village. That's right. He has joined Patreon. Thank you so much, TJ, for your support of the show. And also on the Cash App, Marja Martin Carruth. Came through. Okay, well, I mean, if that's how you feel, then let me know. I just feel like y'all supporting the show is really just pushing me to go ahead and get this OnlyFans started. Cause if y'all supporting me, just like talking shit into a microphone what y'all gonna do when i really like give y'all these feet these elbows with a little bit of ash on them just because i'm trying to mix it up i'm trying to do something different everybody else want to be busting it open on only fans i'm not doing that no i'm gonna give y'all all natural okay belly button lint i'm 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 going deep i'm i want i want y'all to really feel me that's my plan with it so in the meantime Big shout out to Marja, big shout out to TJ. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you would like to support the podcast, you can join the Blackass Village by logging on to patreon.com slash blackass podcast. Patreon is p a t r e o n dot com slash blackass podcast. Or if you got a little something extra you want to throw at me, I am more than happy to receive it. i am got my baseball mitt on ready, okay? You can hit HR Comedy either on Cash App or Venmo. And uh, let's go ahead and keep the party rolling, man. Now it's time for It's a Word. All right, y'all. So this week's word comes to us from Yogi P. The uh, Twitter account is at It's Porter. And It's Porter tweeted, I hate pending payments. Just take the shit so I can start my healing process. When I tell you, this one, not I know every week I say this one hit my spirit, but this one spoke to my soul, okay? Because here's the thing about pending payments. It don't matter how much money you got in your bank account. That pending payment is always sitting there staring in your face and it's making you feel like, did you even really need this shit? Did you just buy something just to be buying something? Was you up one late in your feelings and that's why you jumped on Amazon? Like, who said that you need this another vibrator, bitch? Like you're good at this point. Why are you why are you doing this? <laughs> you ain't have to do this. Or especially if your account is in a red or close to the red or somewhere like is it a, if it's a magenta coming out of purple, getting into the red? That pending payment is basically just a judgment. It's just sitting there looking at you like, this is what you're going to do right here with this negative. <laughs> now you're accounting a negative. Do you feel good about your purchase? Do you think this was the right decision? This why you ain't advanced in your life. This is like me staring at my account, I feel like not too long ago. And rip that pending payment really is a lecture. Mm. <laughs> Every time you go in your bank account. Because when you broke, you in your bank account every day. Because you're like, please don't let another withdrawal come through. Please don't let a payment that I signed up for to automatically drop. Please don't let that shit hit. Don't let another pending payment come through before this pen- pending payment. And then it throw my whole shit off. Now my account just staring at me like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you don't love yourself. <laughs> My account be looking at me like Ayala Not on my watch (laughs) So thank you At It's Porter This tweet definitely Really just helped me realize Where I have been And where I hope to never return Lord have mercy And now it's time for You a lie You a whole lie You be lying this week's live comes in from Tory Lanes, who, as you know, or it has been stated that he is responsible for shooting rapper Meg The Stallion in both her feet. Not one, both of this girl's feet uh, in, in an encounter that they had on some drunken night or whatever. Um, you know me, I don't do celebrity stories. You know that. So I'm just picking apart some of the information. I'm like your aunt that heard some tea, but she don't really know none of the people that's involved. Now, what about that one girl that you you used to hang out with? Now, nah, I never really liked that girl. <laughs> You'd be like, Auntie, stay out the goddamn mix, bitch. Go, <laughs> Go listen to your Anita Baker <laughs> and stay out of young folks' business. Now, you know, I heard that your aunt, she didn't already heard everything, right? But don't know nothing. But um, Meg Thee Stallion caught a lot of flack and backlash because she never really stated that it was him. And later when she did come forward and say it was him, she said that she didn't want to out him because, number one, they were surrounded by police. And I think like a lot of black women feel like uh, that level of we have to protect black men even though they'll they do fucked up shit to us sometimes it's like I don't want him to go to jail and be responsible for that so that was a big burden for her to carry after this man shot her in the foot but he never owned up to it and then basically was trying to disparage her and she finally came clean was like oh but this bitch this whole ass motherfucker shot me right um And kudos to her for that. I'm actually kind of low key mad that she held on to the secret as long as she did. But she also said part of it was because there were guns on her and she felt like I can't say that this man just shot me and has a gun at the ready because we all could be dead. And we know that to be facts as well. So the lie is, Rappertory Mains is saying that his streams didn't go down, did not plummet after basically the whole world decided that they were going to boycott him. And you a damn lie. First of all, sir, it's already record- recorded. And just the heat that you got from the whole world when Meg finally came clean, it was just like, no, nobody is still streaming your shit. Um... I don't know young people business like that, like I just said. But the fact that he felt the need to address it tells me, you a lie. You a lie. And it's not even like the, the streams didn't go down a little bit. Them streams went down a lot. 40% is a lot. He They say he has like 20 million people following him and list, streaming his music on Spotify. And... <sighs> that's all y'all nieces and cousins. Cause I have no idea. I literally have no idea who this little boy is, but also what's so messed up is if he would just come out and say, yeah, you know, um. Do what everybody else do I'm going to get an anger management class I'm going through something It's not drug. Whatever say it's drugs Whatever you need to do But just to completely double down And be like I didn't shoot her It's a lie and my stream's not It's almost like okay Now you're reaching that unforgivable space of it all So now you done left Uh, The I made a mistake station And now you're just heading into I don't give a fuck valley <laughs> and that's the wrong place to be in especially if you are counting on people to keep your longevity and keep your popularity going you can't that's not gonna work that's not gonna work unless meg was shooting at you also the fact that you just straight up shot this girl you you just slit your throat when the whole when a lot of people i'm not saying i was gonna say the whole world but i don't know this man i'm just getting the tea on it but when people are calling for you to be deported out of the whole ass country, I think that's a good opportunity for you to start doing something like, Pull the motherfucking emergency cord, sir. You need to bring your team together and start figuring out what your next play is going to be. You need to be ironing that little vest <laughs> and them high-water khakis so you can figure out how you're going to be giving your whole little apology tour. I'm talking about, remember them episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Carlton would had that little bow tie on? Yeah, that, that level of apology because this ain't going to work. So, Tori Lane, stop lying. All right, y'all, now you know what it is. It's time for Wait Man. Hold up. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a wait I know y'all saw the the post that said Tyler Perry shot 19 episodes of a TV show in four days. Y'all now Tyler Perry was just recently announced that he is officially a billionaire like you we already knew this man was paid he opened up a studio in Atlanta on all of Atlanta like the whole city of Atlanta is basically a Tyler Perry studio that's how big his studio is his studio is so big He's got lots named after every black actor that's ever appeared on any sitcom television show movie ever in the history of going back to Uncle Tom's Cabin. (laughs) I mean. It's huge, basically. So he has no shortage of money. 19 episodes in four days is some shit you do on a shoestring budget. That's some shit you do as like a fear factor, as some kind of competitive reality show shit. This isn't some shit you do on purpose with actual money and resources like this to me is just. It's like, I don't get this. Is I don't give a fuck, Valley. You done built a whole house and you got horses. Like, this is unnecessary. I'm talking about, and this is the bigger picture. This was a part of a push to shoot uh, all his shows. 82 episodes of all of his shows were filmed in just 32 days. What do you think these shows gonna be? Now, listen. I'm all for black people doing what we can with what we got, making the most out of. You know, if you build it, they will come. I'm a, I'm. It's better done than not done. You know, it's better done than perfect and all that other stuff that we say, which we have to say sometimes to get stuff done and use what you got to get what you want absolutely so tyler perry living out of his car getting his plays done because he wanted he had a vision and he really wanted to make something great and get himself out there 100% whatever you making i'm supporting but you not about to be no billionaire doing some bullshit like this four days 19 episodes in four days did they change was there a wardrobe change did they shower did they do anything besides test for covid and get back on set did the cameras even stop rolling was it even more than was it like more than one camera or was it just one shot the whole time like are we just basically gonna be like we're watching this shit unfold from one single direction or or is it five fucking shoot teams all at once so while you watching it you just see a dude in the background holding a camera trying to get the other angle and we just supposed to live with that what is the purpose and point of this who told you you had to do it like this why is it that you wouldn't just say hey we gonna stretch this out we gonna do it the right way we gonna give these people do they even know they lines the show I worked on it took about two weeks to shoot one episode about two weeks and when I'm talking about you know you got um set design wardrobe the casting it takes so much to make one freaking episode y'all let me just let you know if y'all don't If you watch this and you're expecting to see something so profound, unless he's shooting this as a joke or a reality show within a show, that's a show about making a show that shouldn't even be a show, then 100% this shit is going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's going to be so fucking groundbreaking. But you shooting 19 episodes of a show that's not one minute long (laughs) in four days, it's just, it's disrespectful. It's like, it's not even, there's nothing great about that. It's it's cheating your audience. It's cheating the actors. That means that they, they have to get it right on the first take. Or you just don't give a fuck how they perform or what they give you. You're not even allowing your actors to really give you something different. Flex. You're not even giving people a chance to rift. It's, You know anything about comedians? A lot of times, comedians love to just like banter, go back and forth. You ever watch episodes of Martin? You, when you watch an episode of Martin, you know Tommy and Cole and them did not have no idea. So, I'm thinking they probably taped it one way that went exactly by the script, it followed all of the rules. And then they probably had a couple of takes where Martin just said some ill shit, and they ended up going with it because it was so fucking great and so unexpected, and everybody else had to roll with it right but to just that be the only take <laughs> so what happened when somebody missed their line you just like nope moving on like come on bro and what's so funny and the last point I'm gonna make about this and I'm gonna drop it is that somebody did a whole sketch it was like a sketch series and it was about Tyler Perry shooting in like this completely gorilla kind of way where the camera is always rolling he don't give a fuck he in the shot it's just complete mayhem and I feel like wow they just were they were just foretelling what was to come and it really truly 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 speaks to how raggedy 2020 is 2020 is just a year people are like fuck it so maybe Tyler Perry is going about life all right and I got it wrong maybe we all have been doing it wrong maybe 19 episodes in four days is what we should have been doing this whole time (laughs) I just feel like I'm going to end up doing a whole episode on how horrible these wigs are because I am fully I fully stand by and believe that he has just settled into terrible wigs being his calling card. Like if you watch Tyler Perry film and you don't see a Tyler and you don't see a terrible wig, it almost you feel cheated. Like, man, that wig was all straight. The shit wasn't even crooked. Them braids look like real braids. Man, this is whack. (laughs) (sighs) All right, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know y'all saw Jessica Krugs. Now, Jessica Krugs is a white woman who's pretending to be black, but she's really white. But my thing is, is that these white women now they're just getting out of hand they're not even trying to be black like at least with Rachel Dolezal she braided her hair she was giving you like sew-ins and goddamn crochets she was giving looks like she if you saw her you would have to be like I feel like she white but I don't want to say something because maybe the recessive gene just hit extra extra hard like the historical rape just came through way too hard on her, <laughs> so you don't even want to say nothing because you feel bad. Like, damn girl, you must be related. You must be one of them Thomas Jefferson kids, cause it's, woo. This chick didn't even try. Jessica Tru Krug's is a quote unquote expert on African American history, and she was a professor at George Washington Washington University. This woman, no. Latina possibly. I would give her that. She got the jet black hair. She's got something. She's got something. You know how you don't know what it is, but you're just like, mm, It's it's mm, mm, ah, mm, Right? So, I'll give her that. But black, I would not give her at all. I'm damn near mad at the people who just went along with it. I feel like at this point y'all, white women have three two, two to three strikes at this point. Now, we need to be 23 and me and <laughs> Sis, oh, you want to, oh, word. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you go ahead and swab your mouth real quick and go ahead and put that in the cup. No, you don't you can't go to the bathroom. You're not fit to meet up with your homegirl outside. No, you're not about to make no call. You're going to go ahead and spit in this cup right now, and then we will look over your resume, bitch, and then we'll let you know before we even give you the interview, before we even really sit down and have a conversation. Oh, how do That's discrimination. No, it ain't. We just need to know who the hell we talking to right now, because this isn't like back in the day when black people needed to pass in order to, you know, survive, to get any kind of livelihood, to get a job right to not get murdered. It's not like that. Nobody's after Jessica Krugs. Nobody is out here trying to, you know, if she appears or shows up in the world as a white woman, that somebody's going to murder her. That's not what's happening. And I know that's not what's happening because she wrote in a piece on Medium where she came clean and said that her whole life was a lie. Now, here's the thing about her coming clean. I don't think it was because she felt like it needed to be said. It was time to, you know, let her truth out. Supposedly, two of her students started getting wind of and feeling like, okay, something up with this broad. She probably came to one of the little gatherings with some raisins and some damn potato salad did some real non-black people shit and they was like hold on (laughs) wait a mother (laughs) so uh here's my issue okay you feel like you don't want to be white you feel like you just perform better under the guise of you're a white a black woman or afro latina or a northern african these are all the Ways she tried to sell herself to the world, right? My issue is... Why do you have to then specifically go and be an expert on African American history? You have to do you have to do something so specific to blackness, knowing goddamn well you're not black. That's my issue. It's the same thing with Rachel Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal want to be a white a black woman and want to get her hair braided and get her edges ripped out or whatever the fuck else she feel like it means to be a black woman. Fine. Why do you have to then take it a step further and go join the NAACP? Why you can't just be a white woman that's interested in doing what's right for people of color and then join the NAACP and just help out, make copies, you know, send out correspondence letters because you type 96 words a minute. You're not going to do that. No, I need the top spot. I need to be the supervisor. I need to be the head of in the same case, in the same way, Jessica Crugs felt like she's an expert on African-American history. And bitch, how Number one, you can know book-wise, historically, you can know certain shit, but then to just deem yourself an expert and put yourself in that position and then to try to show up as a black person, like, that's that's some next-level shit. And then here's the thing about her whole coming clean shit, and I'm telling you, this shit could have been on an episode of Scandal. I feel like Olivia Pope wrote this whole I'm coming out Medium piece. Because when I tell you she answered every question that you would even think to ask, she wrote a medium piece that was the response medium piece. To her coming out you get what I'm saying like she had already had every response every rebuttal you ever had a, <laughs> a telemarketer call and every time you try to tell them no they give you a rebuttal so good you stay you stay on the phone next thing you know you done ordered four payments of some shit <laughs> You're like, I'm allergic to this shit. Why did I even get it? But the motherfucker was on point and ready for every time you was going to say no. That's what that's how this medium piece read to me. Oh, It read to me like, I know they're going to mention this, so I'm going to say this. And they're probably going to say this, so I'm going to go ahead and throw the mental health in there. And I'm not saying she's not mentally ill. I mean, obviously, she got some kind of shit going on. But I also think sometimes and a lot of times and in certain cases, that shit is an, an escape. That's that well I'm going You know I'm going to get dragged They're going to tear my ass up But if I say I got mental health issues So I'm not saying people don't have mental health issues Hell I got mental health issues But what I'm saying is It can't just be used as some escape Every time somebody call you on your shit Okay And then like I just don't understand Why this bitch couldn't say I'm going to teach economics I'm going to be an expert in basket weaving What the fuck, The like the audacity, the audacity of this bitch to say, oh, I'm an expert in African American studies. Like that's next level. And then here's (laughs) I'm laughing because you would think this would be the end of her, her being outed and her telling the world that this is who she is and this is what she's done. This ain't the end of her. This is probably the best thing that could have happened to her. Because when I tell you the book deals, the fucking interview series, the woe is me, we need to, the 2020 report they about to do on her. The fucking buddy movie, her and Rachel Dolezal about to do starring uh, Terry Crews because you know. <laughs> He got to show up and show his support because, you know, because what if black lives better? I just, y'all, Terry Crews legit got one more time before he is on the list of people I just no longer mention. I mean, he's already there, but I'm talking about straight up. Just don't do a story on him. Don't even. It's just like I can't even deal because for me, it hits even harder because he's from Flint, Michigan, and I don't know what the fuck. I don't get it and I feel like Maybe how people from Chicago Feel when Kanye do certain Shit and it's like bro what the fuck Like how are you Acting like all of a sudden you just Dropped out of from, dropped here From space like bitch you act like You ain't go through well anyway 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 cause woo, Finally y'all what I gotta go all the way What That's I'm a Mariah Carey So I'm talking about Rochester, New York, where a black man was murdered. Um, while in police custody, he was actually um being detained and arrested. He was on the street, and um he had some mental health issues. He was going through something, and so the call was basically a mental health call. But police showed up, of course, and see a black person, and then decide, guess what? We gonna add all the force to this situation now just last week I saw a video of a white dude butt ass naked chasing a cop now this cop did not show up with 27 other cops he he was alone and this naked man is chasing this police officer and this police officer is running from him and you the reason I believe he's running from him because he doesn't want to murder him but All eight, seven, eight of these cops show up for Daniel Pruitt and they end up putting a spit bag over his head. It's a mental health call. He said he had uh, COVID, whatever, whatever. But that's a part of the job that you signed up for. So it's not like teachers being asked to hold a gun. These are people who signed up to hold guns and to be responsible for the um, the safety of the community. So fine. I don't have to explain that. It is what it is. But they put a spit bag over his head, then held his face to the ground for two minutes. So... That doesn't seem long, Hadia. But have you ever tried to run in place for two minutes? Have you ever tried to run a sprint for two minutes? Have you ever tried to hold your breath for two minutes? Have you ever tried to um, hold your body in the air in a pull-up position for two minutes? Two minutes is a long fucking time for grown men to be standing on top of your body, cutting off your air supply. So he ended up on life support and then dying seven days later. So... That was back in March. The video was just recently recently released. Okay. And then after the video was released, people in the city turned the fuck up. And then they started demanding the police chief and the mayor resign. But in all that time, in the past week that they've been boycotting, They didn't want to, you know, um, the police chief has basically been pushing back like you're calling into question, you know, who I am. And this is bringing down my um, my record and it's trying to make it look like it's a cover up. Guess what, bitch? It looks like a fucking cover up because why the fuck did it take five months to get this video released? Why the fuck is this just now coming out? And here's the thing, Mayor Lovely Warren and Police Chief Ron Singletary are black people. But guess what? That shit does not change the outcome. And now I'm I'm not saying this to say don't vote. I'm not saying this to say that your vote doesn't matter. It absolutely matters, but it also matters that people are held accountable and people who are putting these put in these positions, their feet are held to the fire to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do, supposed to do for the community and for the people that they serve, right? So just putting a black face in there doesn't change the system that is set in place. Everybody want to be like, oh, police need new training. No, they don't. Guess what? They're being trained to do. They are trained to do exactly what they're doing when it comes to us. They're, the way that white man ran from that naked white man, the way that white cop, I'm sorry, ran away from that naked white man. That's a part of the training that they have for white people. But when this naked ass, I mean, but a black person who is fully dressed, minding their own business on a health car, a black person with his kids trying to walk away from police or a black dude sleep in a car trying to sleep off his drinking, that's they're doing exactly what they're told to do in those situations as well. So we need to stop acting like just because a black face in there, it's gonna change the outcome. All skin folk ain't kin folk. And that is very clear in this situation. But at the end of the day, it's not about just putting a black person there. It's about uprooting the entire system. The system has to change. These cops have to be held accountable. And it shouldn't just be the black cops in certain situations. Okay? This man should not be the only one to resign. Because the thing is... Is he still gonna get his pension? Is he still gonna get his payout? Will he still be able to live okay? Like, and then the mayor, she's also held responsible too because it's like, bitch, it shouldn't be just people demanding what the f- demanding, uh, results. It shouldn't just be citizens demanding what happened to. Their fellow citizen It should be the mayor The mayor should have been the main one Leading the charge to get the information To figure out what's going on To hold people accountable To make p- sure people are fired To start passing laws The mayor should be the one At the goddamn uh Capitol In front of Congress In front of judges Demanding that cops be held accountable When they do shit like this So when people talk about good cops When people talk about Oh you know We just gotta let the system work Guess what that's what the fuck the system is work- That is how the system works When it comes to us So when we need the system to work The way f- we need the system To work for us the way it worked for white people we need to be, have the safety and the comfort of being pulled over by police and believing we're going to get home. We should have the ability and we should have the comfort to cuss a cop the fuck out right on the side of the road and know that they are not going to drag us out of our car. They will not violate our rights. They will not search our car. They will not plant crack on us. They will not put, press our face into the ground for two whole fucking minutes until we dead. So until that is the system, until we have access to that side of the system, then it don't matter. They can put Barack Obama in the motherfucking pol- as a police chief. Shit ain't going to change if the system is to go out and kill black people. And yeah, how do you, Okay, that sounds dramatic, but is it fucking dramatic, bitch? Have you seen the count of black people that have been murdered just this year? And if that is what has happened in this year, imagine what has happened since in 90 what happened in 96 what happened in 1983 what happened in fucking 75 what happened in 56 what happened in 42 what happened like think about all the fucking murders think about how many black bodies you're walking on how many old bones and gravesite and dump sites you walking on every fucking day of black people who were stopped by police and were never fucking seen again Exactly. All right, I'm gonna leave it there. Thank you all so much for hanging out for another episode of Black Ass Podcast. Once again, big shout out to the newest member of the Black Ass Village. I'm talking about TJ Wolfgram. And of course, thank big shout out to Marjorie martin Caruth for supporting the podcast through Cash App. If you want to support the podcast, you can join the Black Ass Village at patreon.com slash blackasspodcast. Or you can hit HR Comedy on uh, cash app or Venmo. And I think Facebook Facebook will let you send some money. I mean, listen, the opportunities are out here. I'm just trying to let you know what's really good. Don't forget that merch is available so you can follow the link in the link tree and grab a t-shirt or uh, some, I don't know what, it's some stuff up there. So just go up there, Christmas coming around, go get something nice for somebody you care about or, you know, <laughs> somebody you hate. I don't know. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, very last point. Y'all, we are eight weeks away. So, as I've said, damn near every episode, please make sure. that your voter registration is up to date make sure you have not been kicked off of the voter registration in your area make sure you know you know where you're voting make sure if you have mail-in voting in your uh state that you have already signed up you know what time is coming uh make sure you fill out your census just make sure your voice and is heard for yourself and your family this year is I cannot stress enough how crucial it is So don't let Don't allow other people To make a decision For your future Don't allow this This vote to happen and pass Without you making your voice heard Not just for yourself But also for the people who risked their life So that you would have the right to vote Alright And that is it for real y'all Wash your hands, wash your ass That's another episode of Black Ass Podcast. I'm out. Peace.